Did you know that within you is the most powerful force that has ever existed? The challenge is that we have forgotten who we really are. My mission is to awaken you to understand that what you believe on a subconscious level creates everything in your life and in the world. Energy, thoughts, feelings, patterns, all of it is created by our beliefs and our experiences can be positive or negative. Life doesn't just happen to or for you, it happens from you. Join me on the journey to discover what the eternal truth is within you that sets you free at the deepest level possible. It all starts now. Hello and welcome to the Truth Method Podcast. I am Claudette, your host, and this week we're talking about a really cool topic. It's how to develop your empathic skills, part one. Even if you don't consider yourself an empath, stay on the podcast to see how you can keep from having your energy drained. To be empathic is to have an awareness of what someone else is doing or going through at a deeper level of feeling. It is as if we step into the other person for a moment and can feel what they are feeling. If not developed, it can seem like a burden and be incredibly painful for the person that is perceiving everything. We will be doing a two-part series on empathy and how it can be developed through truth. The truth is the answer for everything because it's your practice of going back to God, to source, to be guided and taught everything. It truly is an amazing experience. And what seems like a burden can become a superpower to help others. But first, we need to make a few shifts in perspective. What is an empathic person? I'm going to list some traits for you that I think many of you will be able to relate to even if you don't call yourself an empath, maybe an introvert. But even if you're an extrovert, are some of these things familiar to you? As a society, we look to box traits together and categorize them. This helps our brains to go, okay, empaths are over here in this box, spiritual people are over here, religious people here, um, logical people and scientists are over here. We like to do that because it creates stability. Our brain is like, okay, I know where all the boxes are and I can categorize people. But what we've discovered over the years is it's kind of hard to categorize empathic people, really, because being an empath is something that anyone can actually achieve. I am a firm believer that the gifts that people have are available to everyone, and they should actually be how we are operating in our everyday life. The only thing is we have to remove the blocks within us that keep us from experiencing these types of gifts. Okay, so let's go over the traits, and here are some. See if you can relate. You may get overwhelmed when there is a closeness or intimacy because of your perception of the feelings in the other person or people around you. You have heightened intuition. It's like you know a lot of shit. And crowds might be too much because you're picking up all types of energy from other people. 
It is as if you have a big net that catches everyone's vibe and you send it right down through the center of yourself. I used to feel this way. Anytime I was going to a party or going out, I wanted to go out. I wanted to be with my friends. And then what would happen about an hour before is I wanted them to cancel. I really did. I would just get drained thinking about it. I didn't realize that my energy was wide open. I was absorbing everything and I would feel overwhelmed quite a bit. I didn't know what to do with it at the time. Thank goodness I do now. When someone is suffering, an empath will take on the energy of that suffering. Peace is found in nature. It is as if you don't have to take on any feelings that are heavy or you just go with the flow of nature, the land, birds, trees, water, whatever environment you're in. You might have a dog, a cat, a pet. It feels lovely and is almost as if you turned off the sound on picking up everyone else's vibe. You wish you didn't care, but you care a lot. And I used to counter this going, I don't care, with the very fact that made me say I don't care means that I was caring and I was trying to deny the fact that I cared, right? Because something was starting to hurt me or hurt my feelings. And so I would go, I don't care. It's very funny. Pay attention to what you say to yourself, your self-talk. It's an indicator of what you believe. People are drawn to you and just open up telling you about their lives and their problems. Sometimes life seems like sensory overload. Sounds, smells, sensations can be too much. This is something that I noticed with my daughter. She was very intuitive coming into this world. And I could see how she would get overloaded. And so at a very young age, after I discovered truth, I began to teach her truth at the age of two, literally two years old, and would help her manage the sensory overload so it didn't become a condition, a problem, something that she was subject to or had to walk on eggshells to control. Nothing is ever fun in life if you have to walk on eggshells and you can't fully express who you are. That is not fun. You need moments of alone time and feel like you're recharging your battery. It is incredible how much alone time I used to need. Now I, you know, some if I feel like being alone, I'm alone. If I feel like going out, I go out. Whatever it is, I feel free. But I used to need quite a few days alone to recover from the weekend. And conflict is something that you've never liked and will avoid if possible. You never feel like you quite fit in. You know, you find it hard to make friends that really understand and get you. It can be very lonely. And my inner circle group of friends are people that I have known for years and I can be myself. I can explore. I can experiment who I am. If they see a weakness in me, they still love me. When you find friends like that, keep them. They are priceless. Um, I've had other people in the past that call me a friend and then when I'm going through spiritual growth or trying to figure something out and they see a weakness, they dropped me like a hot potato and it hurt my feelings. So as an empathic person, you know, many times in the past, I was like, I'm not understood. People don't get it. They don't understand what I'm going through. All of this self-talk is the ego attempting to separate you from the oneness. Remember that. 
People can be draining of your energy. You feel like you are the milkshake and they just come with a straw to suck you dry of your life force. I can remember being around certain people like that and I would leave their presence and go, oh my God, I'm exhausted. What the heck? That is not allowed anymore. There are different types of empathic people, physical, emotional, and intuitive. Physical will feel what others are feeling. Emotional will experience the emotions of what someone is going through. And intuitive, they just have blocks of knowing that just drop in and they kind of just know the situation. So if I posted a job hiring empaths and here's all the qualifications, have you noticed I didn't list anything positive? This is the problem with all of the talk around being an empath. Next week, we'll list the positive stuff. This week, we're going to stop the energy drain. And so there's a lot of talk and the ego loves it. The ego loves for us to be in a position to where we're a victim to something and we cannot change it. Why? Because everything that is false is like candy to the ego. If it's a false belief, if it's something that causes you to feel sad or helpless or a victim, boom, go straight to the ego. It's like that milkshake I mentioned earlier. And so the key is to actually allow our higher spirit to rise in our awareness and take over. If we do this with truth, we are on the winning side. The truth is the highest power and level of consciousness that you could ever achieve. And so when we work for that and we surrender and allow that, nothing is impossible. If we are empathic, we have the ability to pick up and comprehend frequencies from other people. Now, this is something everyone can learn. We're all fractals of universal spirit and we're actually all special. Okay. We are because we're part of the creator. We're part of that creative energy. That alone makes us worthy, special, and everything that God can do, you can do on a smaller scale. Big G God, little G you. Okay. Everything. Just know this. So when we set people apart to be special and, and then those people feel like they are set apart to be special, that's also a play into the ego. The more we grow and evolve in our spirit, the more we come to serve and help others get free too. That is the natural state of being when you're in spiritual growth. And so deeply rooted beliefs in the subconscious radiate out in thought waves to create experiences of similar frequencies. Empathic people pick up on those frequencies. They have tuned into them. Their level of awareness is tuned to a slightly different level. We're all capable of doing this, but who wants to do it if it's all the negative stuff? No one. Where does this sometimes called gift or curse come from? It is the awakened awareness of perceiving energy at a deeper level. We are perceiving energy all the time on a subconscious level, whether we know it or not. We pick up on vibes and, you know, I'm going to do a podcast on vibes because people think I got a bad vibe. It's that person. That's not always the case, but we'll do that in the future. 
Empaths just do this picking up of energy consciously instead of only subconsciously. That is the difference. Why would you want to learn this? It sounds very disturbing, as I've mentioned above. It is if you haven't developed the skill of energy management. It becomes overwhelming and almost like torment. This week, we are going to address the number one problem that empaths face and how to shift it. If you have the gift of perception, then you are meant to do something about it. We can't do anything when our own energy is being drained, we're exhausted, and we have to run home all the time. We can't do it. And if you notice, misery loves company. I used to feel tired all the time. I perceived thoughts, new things, and it was an inundation of information hitting me all the time, 24-7. At first, I withdrew, but then I would miss being with people. It was a back and forth thing that resulted in me getting sick often. I always had something going on. Sinus infection, strep infection, bladder infection, like it was all the time. And it wasn't until the practice of truth and me being healed from stage four cancer did I begin to heal from everything else. I mean, there was a time when there were two types of antibiotics that I was told I would be on the rest of my life. That is not the case today. I just did not accept that information. I allowed truth to heal me and it shifted, okay? So anything is possible for you. But when energy would be drained for me, it kind of felt like it came out of my feet. It was almost like someone had plugged in a drain and it just went all the way down from my head, out of my feet, and I was exhausted at that moment. At the time, I had a heart murmur. Today, it doesn't bother me, but at that time, it used to, and that's when that would kick in. I would be exhausted, drained, and now my heart's beating 120 beats a minute. It was not a fun situation for me, and this made me not want to go out at all, yet I miss people. It wasn't until I connected to truth I began to understand that with a shift of perspective, I could stop the energy drain. This was a thought that came to me and I challenged it at first. Like, you know, have you ever had a thought come to you and then you're like, no, that's not possible. Let's not do that. That thought is intuitive guidance, most likely. So if it makes sense, it's expansive, it's of the life principle and it's for your growth, pay attention to it. And so I thought, is it really possible that I could stop people from draining me? The truth rose in me and stated, it was like another thought came to me. You don't have to allow your energy to be drained at all. And I was like, what? Really? I was no longer going to be a victim of this belief. I didn't understand, so I asked for more truth. Truth showed me that up until that point, I just allowed energy to flow freely from myself to others and vice versa, picking up on everything good, bad, or ugly. While it felt good when positive vibes were flowing, you can just imagine how bad it felt when I was in the negative ones. And during my childhood, I had a lot of negative vibes going on. In my marriages, I had a lot of negative vibes going on. And it wasn't until my second marriage that I learned what to do about it. I would love to share with you a quick story that shares with you the common perceptions and belief systems around being spiritual or empathic. 
So a lot of people will go, I, I no longer want to be in cities. I don't want to be around a lot of people. There's so much negative energy. I get it. I get it. And I was dating this guy. He was from Europe. I'm in the U.S. We were actually discussing if I would go to him and live in Europe for a little while. We were going to kind of judge and see what would happen and if it would work out. My purpose ended up winning. It was it was a stronger pull than a relationship at the time, and that's still the case today for the moment. We decided not to do it, but I had told him, you know, I'm not so sure I want to go live in the middle of France on a hundred acre farm. I mean, I kind of want to have other people around me. The thought of going on a hundred acre farm seemed lovely, but not consistently all the time. Maybe just a few months out of the year, things like that. He did have another house in a city. And so I thought, well, that might work. And then he started sharing with me how you know, larger cities and things like that. He just couldn't stand the energy. He couldn't be there. It made him sick, drained him. And I started to talk to him and share with him how I had fixed that. Because my belief is now I can be anywhere. No one drains my energy. No environment, no person, doesn't matter what's going on. My energy is secure. And I started to explain it to him, and he almost got mad at me. He didn't believe me. He he was like, no, that's just not true. He had studied with gurus in India, and they told him, you're not going to want to be in cities. Well, that's their perception. But you've got to understand, God became you so you can become God. And God can be anywhere. And that's a little g, that's the fractal of the universal whole I'm talking about. We are the fractals of the universal whole. But there are no limits to where God can be. And there's no environment that can't be adapted to and handled nicely when we're in truth. And that was the truth I had experienced. It was very hard for him to understand because he had not been taught that and he had not experienced it. Truth started teaching me about awareness. You know, I was walking around one day and the thought came to me, if you allow your awareness to fully go into someone's drama, truth showed it like this, it's like a little tornado, and I'm just allowing my consciousness to get sucked into it. Now I'm feeling everything they're feeling. If I'm doing that, I'm drained and consumed by it. But if I just perceive it enough to know it and then break the connection observe them with love, then I can actually do scientific prayer through truth to help them. Now we're getting somewhere. So don't allow ourselves to get pulled into it. What we do is we do allow ourselves to perceive it and then boom, it's cut. We don't have to stay in it. And this is a simple thought process that can adjust it. Another thing is if we have to avoid places that drain us, how can we help anyone? If we're, you know, if every time we go out into public, we're exhausted and we have to go home and recover for days, how can I make a difference in the world? I can't. I have to go out among people to do my purpose. Now, your purpose could be to stay in the house and sit and meditate. That's fine. Whatever your purpose is, but we should never be subject to 
society in such a way that we can't handle it. Remember, universal spirit can handle anything. You are a fractal of universal spirit. Truth then showed me that I had identified with all the weaknesses of being an empath and I wasn't allowing truth to show me how to work with the good side of it. It was almost like my ego was hugging each of the weaknesses, all the energy drain, and didn't want me to be free. And when I realized this, I was like, looky here. I call my ego Chi-Chi. I was like, no, not going to happen anymore, Chi-Chi. You're not in control. My higher spirit and truth are. So I want to share with you some quick tips to develop your skills as an empathic person and not be susceptible to energy drain. First, notice if you agree with and defend the energy drain. No, this is how it is. Notice if you're doing that. Notice if all these little thoughts when you say, okay, what if I don't allow my energy to be drained? I'm going to give you a quick little assignment that you can write down at the end of this, and it will reveal to you what your beliefs are. And so just notice it, and is it serving your ego that you are sacrificing for the gifts you carry? It used to give me attention when I would explain what was happening to me because I was an empath. When I noticed that, and I noticed that was my ego, I was like, not today, motherfucker. Seriously, I was done. I was like, this is feeding my ego. It is not serving me, and I'm not going to do it anymore. And so I wanted everyone to see how I suffered, carried that burden of intuitive knowing, how special I was. Oh my God, it was terrible. To my demise, it was terrible. And so I had to face it and move out of it. There's never a need to suffer. And here's a universal truth for you. What is of truth gives you energy. What isn't drains you. Was I a victim to people's energy? Could I be drained of my energy and not do anything about it? Truth said, nope, not true. I was not made to be helpless to anything or anyone. Nothing happens to me unless I allow it. That took me years to comprehend. But once you do, there is a level of freedom behind that statement and that truth that, oh my gosh, you're like, okay, if I'm the one allowing it, I can shift it. I tell people we are the creator of chaos and we are the destroyer of chaos. After we realize that we've created through ego for years and we're suffering from it, then it's time to shift and destroy that chaos. Then I started to notice misery loves company. I'd mentioned that earlier. Notice how many people talk about the energy drain. And that it can't be fixed. They're subject to it. They're a victim of it. You know, this is just the condition of the gift. They will even get angry defending their belief systems. We have to step back and ask, what are we defending? Are we defending life, freedom, truth, evolution, or bullshit? If it's bullshit, if it's anything limiting or suffering, it's bullshit. And it's not that I'm not empathic or empathetic toward it. No, on the contrary, I see us all out of it. I see us rising in consciousness to a point that we don't have to be this way. 
The ego will invoke anger and hostile reactions because when truth hits up against it, we get triggered. The false thing has to defend itself. Truth doesn't need to defend itself at all. It just is and it stands. I've mentioned this before in groups where people are meeting, talking about being empathic. And, you know, one lady was like, well, good for you. You didn't grow up in an abused house and you didn't da da da. And she was giving me all the reasons why I'm enlightened and she isn't. And it was like slap, slap, slap. And then I responded to her. No, I actually had my father attempt to kill us by draining brake fluid. I've lived in projects, in poverty, abusive stepfather. Yeah, I've had it all. My first marriage wasn't exactly a cakewalk, and my second marriage was full of heavy emotion. And it's what taught me to access truth at a very deep level, even when everything was falling apart around me. And I wouldn't trade that for the world. But let's notice the stories that rise up to give us reason of why it is not possible for us to evolve, because we are most content and satisfied when we are growing and evolving, and we are not subject to anything that requires suffering. We might be for a hot second, but with truth, we can get out of it. So pay attention to the thoughts that rise up when you make a decision to stop the energy drain in your life. Listen to your self-talk, the stories that you repeat as to why your situation cannot change. Before I was healed, when I met somebody, I would tell them all about what my dad did, projects, everything. I now only share those stories if it's going to help someone. It is not attached to my identity because I've allowed the truth to heal me fully from the trauma, from the abuse, from all of it. And it's just not there. It's not who I identify as anymore. So pay attention to what's happening with that. This is the beginning of awareness and stepping into your true power. We are here to serve humanity and not run from it. Who we truly are is not susceptible to anyone or anything. We are children of the Creator. So let's shift from people drain my energy all the time because I'm an empath to I only give as guided of the overflow of energy within me. And I'm going to give you a treatment now. So just take a moment as I read this and allow it to go into your subconscious. You can say, I accept and receive this treatment because this is going to be what helps you to begin your shift. So take a deep breath. Breathe in and out. As you breathe out, just relax a little. Even if you're driving, you can relax as you're listening to this. I no longer allow my energy to be drained. I'm tapped into the abundant energy of source within me and only give what is overflowing out to others. No one drains me any longer. I break this program in my life now. I allow truth to provide limitless energy and all can pull from the abundance of this source. It is not my job to provide energy to anyone. I remove this false responsibility now. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Spirit of Truth. Now just take another deep breath. And then we're going to talk about 
what we're going to cover next week because we've only just begun to talk about what it is to be an empath and the number one problem of energy drain. Next week, we'll talk about boundaries, overwhelm, guidance, and the main purpose for being empathic. There are actually positive traits, and it's not something that I can even find. I think before this podcast, I googled on the internet to try to find it, and I was having trouble finding it, and I was like, huh, interesting. So we'll talk about that. Being empathic and following the guidance is crucial if we're to help the world and fulfill our destinies. So you can have a really short assignment if you wish to. Take out a piece of paper and create three columns. In the left column right, I no longer allow people or situations to drain my energy. In the middle column, let your thoughts go wild. Don't judge them. Don't try to push them back. Even if you know you shouldn't think something, put it all down on that piece of paper. That is revealing to you what you believe. And it comes up from the subconscious, and this is just the easiest technique to see what you believe. And then understand the truth. The truth is that you were not created to be helpless or subject to anyone or anything. To spiritually evolve, we have to step out of these belief systems. And you were made this way. No one drains your energy. I stop immediately if I catch myself allowing this drain and I do not criticize myself. I'm happy, I'm growing, and I thank myself for catching and reminding me of my new decision to stop energy drain. All is good and I love myself for growing. I hope you have a beautiful week and if you have had your energy drain, I double dare you to listen to this again. Take a few notes. We, we're going to have it transcribed. And let's do this now. Let's stop the energy drain so we can move into our full purpose. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to the Truth Method Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe to get notifications for new episodes. Check out my YouTube channel where you have access to podcasts and other videos. I welcome your feedback and we are always here for you. Reach out to me directly through truthmethod.com and thank you for listening.